Welcome to episode 9 of the Chicano Mundo Podcast. I am your host, Sigi Jimenez. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. I am streaming on all podcast platforms. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Chicano Mundo, all one word. I want to give a big shout out to Rob Gusano Vasquez. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to check out some dope ass lowriders, go check out his page. He also does like these toy toy drives for the youth. So if you want to donate, if you need a place to donate, go check out his page. At Rob, Rob Gusano Vasquez. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, also, a big shout out to Weddle from Oakland. For the love up on Twitter. Thank you. That kind of shout out in the Twitterverse is ASEAN because, you know, everyone sees it and it helps the podcast grow. So thank you. Go give him a follow at Danny D A N N Y Z 1976. So let's hop into today's episode. We we are gonna look at this horrible story that is developing. This is developing out of Georgia. It came out this week. Thank you to Alex Aguilar for sharing the news with me. Um, the news and allegations and their allegations for now because it's innocent until proven guilty. That's the way the courts work. That's how. That's just how it is. And we're going to abide by those rules. Coming out of Georgia's farms, uh, the farms out in Georgia, they are grotesque. And a lot of people are shocked and appalled by the news coming out of this. But I'm going to keep it a sin. Rasa have been going through this for decades. We just don't hear it because it happens to individuals here and there. You know, we see them in movies where they don't pay the maid or they dock or check. You know, they pick up vatos from Home Depot, they do the job, and they cut them hella short. And this is just a news that has made it to our eyes and ears. Um, nonetheless, it's good news because the people that have been fucking over these workers are arrested in a federal indictment case. So that is some serious, it's federal, these people are going to do some hard time. And I'm going to read a few paragraphs from the Daily Mail about this case. So the Daily Mail released a article on December 6, 2021 by Melissa Keenan Keenan. And Ross uh, Betson. I apologize for botching the name. But they published it. So the intro is U.S. Slavery 2021 Human Trafficking Ring Trapped Hundreds of Migrant Workers Picking Onions 
for 20 cents per bucket in South Georgia as part of a year-long 200 million operation that saw two die and another repeatedly raped. And the paragraph goes on to say, A modern-day slavery ring has been busted in Georgia where workers were raped, kidnapped, and imprisoned in squad camps. According to prosecutors, the crooks ranked in more than $200 million by luring over 100 desperate migrant workers from Mexico and Central America to the U.S. A federal indictment says, At least two people died from the brutal conditions that saw workers forced to handpick onions at gunpoint for just 20 cents per bucket in sweltering heat, and another was repeatedly kidnapped and raped. They were kept in squalled camps surrounded by electric fence or cramped in living quarters, including dirty trailers with raw sewage leaks. Two dozens of the members of the alleged gang have now been indicted on mail fraud, forced labor, money laundering, and witness tampering charges following a three-year multi-agent agency federal probe known as Operation Blooming Onions. Whew, that is some fucking heavy ass shit. The two farm owners that were arrested in this indictment were Charles King and Stanley McGauley. Charles King owned a farm called Kingsbury Farm and Stanley McGauley own a farm called Hilltop Packing Company. The rest that were arrested in this federal indictment, 22 of the 24 were Raza. They all have Latino last names. Some were even from Mexico. And this is gut-wrenching news. We got Raza fucking over Raza. And you know what? I'm not even going to call them Raza. Hell no. No. Fuck that. You know, Raza are supposed to help each other, not take advantage of each other. This case is called USA versus Patricio. And Patricio is one of the defendants, full name Maria Laticia Patricio of Nicholas, Georgia. She is 70 years old and she is charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud, two counts of mail fraud, conspiracy to engage in forced labor, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. And I don't know how the law and the cases work, but if they name you, if you're in the name of the, in the header of the case, and you have 24 other people in it, and you're the top one, I am guessing that makes you the leader of this whole operation. If found guilty, each person indicted can face up to life in prison. And I got my opinions on prison, but... You know, like, this... this, Like, this angers me so much. This, like... Why the fuck are you... Like, fucking over these people... I mean, you guys made off with 200 million in profit. They made up with 200 millions in profit. 
you know, fucking over these workers. 200 million while the workers made 20 cents per basket of onions picked. This is so fucked. Like I'm I'm a, I'm in a loss for words. And I don't know what the standard is or how it works when they pay farm workers. No, I went back to this article from 2011, ironically from Georgia. They were interviewing a farm owner. And he was saying that workers picking onions can get paid up to 38 cents per basket and they can make up to nine dollars an hour. And this is 2011, $9 an hour in rural Georgia. I don't know if that's good or not. But if you're making $9 an hour for 38 cents per basket, that's about probably about 23 to 24 baskets an hour. And if you do that for eight hours, you're making about $72 a day. That's 360 a week. Even that sounds criminal. So let's let's just do the math. You got 20 cents for 23 baskets. That is $4.60 an hour. And if you do that for eight hours, you're just going to get paid $36. Less than half than what these bottles in 2011 were making. 184 a week. So what is the cost of onion at a store? How much does it cost to buy eight onions? I don't know how it goes. Does it go by pounds? Sometimes it goes by individuality. So if you buy a single onion, that is 70 cents. Roughly around there. So you got these people that are picking these onions and what I'm guessing the basket is pretty big. This probably hold a minimum of 50. So if you pick 23 baskets, that is 1,150 onions. So that is a hundred so that is $805 to be made from a hour's work of a migrant worker who's just getting paid just under $5. But that is not enough. That is not enough for these fuckers. They were charging these workers with fees, transportation fees, housing fees. Fuck, you read the articles? They had them in electric fences. And on top of that, they were raped and forced to work with, work with at gunpoint. This is sickening. Like, I'm tearing up right now. This is what greed does to you. Like, it turns you into monsters. Or does it expose the monster in you? And then I beg to ask, how did it get to this place? I think we have to go back to 2011. You know, in 2011, Georgia passed a bill called SB 87. A bill that made it hard for migrant workers to work. It was one of the strictest immigration laws in the country. 
basically it basically made it hard for workers to use fake visa and they imposed a e-verification and also allowed the law to uh, also allow law enforcement to check for status like this is like south africa apartheid it's ridiculous this law is fucking bullshit i remember it because i remember the scene like the news saying a lot of immigrants flee immigrants flee georgia because of sb87 laws and not long after the farm owners were complaining that they had a shortage of workers now so they started to get immigrations from other countries mexico central america under this h2a visa and basically it's a visa sponsored by the business allowing the migrant worker to only come work for them and there's a few different types of visa but this h2a visa i think only applies to farm workers if you're going to work out in the fields so you're dealing with stringent laws you're dealing with the shortage of people these farm owners are losing profit their crops is going to waste uh they're gonna get desperate and i'm not here to give them a pass whatever they did fuck them you know they fucked up but you get these farm owners that are desperate then you have a group of people from mexico and central america who needs to work because there's no jobs down there and then you have a recruiter like these agencies come down promising them jobs in america it just creates a market for shit like this because when there's chaos there's an opportunity an opportunity to do some crazy shit a group of people saw the opportunity and they went for it they exploited a hundred hundreds of people they even took away their visas and passports like this is some country in the middle east taking passports away from indian workers having them do jobs other different types of jobs and training humans among other farm workers like a slave trade in liberia that's going on right now you don't hear about this shit this shit's not supposed to happen over here we hear about this shit from the other side of the world which is sad and it's also fucked up but to happen here in america after they abolished slavery when the south has this stark twisted you know history of this shit and these people go ahead and went for it because they saw the profit margins and greedy people don't stop while they're ahead they're gonna double down and of course they got caught up in a multi-year long investigation and my hyena was telling me yesterday she's like why did they take a year why did it take so long for them to arrest them they should have done it right away and you know how this country is it's hard to prosecute people it is hard to to get him caught up on something you need years you need piles and piles of evidence to arrest these people so i understand why it takes so long to to arrest people and given covid and the pandemic 
kind of push things back a little bit. So where is the outrage in this? You're not going to see this all over your feeds. I have not seen this trend on Twitter. I can look up on Twitter at this moment. And I will not see it trending. Go to Twitter, go to search, go to trending. You got Cash App Friday. You got Xbox Garfield sweepstakes. Olivia Rodrigo. YI Cheeseman Chime. Whatever. Tony Hawk. Humans, Humans Rights Day is trending. Let me go to news. Trending. She's black but looks white. Here are the horrible things white people feel safe telling her. <sighs> yeah. I don't, I don't see shit. I don't see shit on this. It's making rounds in our community. You know, got Rasa's like sharing it. I got Rasa showing me in the DMs. But where is the outrage from those outside our community? We're not going to see it. And that speaks volume. And I am greatly disappointed, disappointed in that. We talk about race and the racist history of this country and how they are bad and they should pay and so on. But when stories like this hits, not one outrage. And the people who are fighting this and are charging these people with crime is the government. The same government that they're calling racist. Don't get me wrong. There is some shit that needs to be fixed for sure. But we see what makes the rounds. We see what makes the news. I'm not going to get too into it, but just watch out for that. If they don't got us, then who does? Only us. So this is a horrible story and I hope justice will be served. I hope the migrant workers that dealt with this get some kind of reparations but this is still news like fresh off the fucking you know oven fresh off the stove so let's see how this develops that's all I have for this week um, Chicano Mundo podcast streaming on all podcast streaming services come find me on Twitter Go, come find me on IG send me a message until next time, a rato.